I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 378 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that's coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, I am back from a little hiatus here to hit you guys with a special midsummer week of First Class Fatherhood, and I have got five fresh episodes coming at you beginning today with a dad who has spent more time on Survivor's Islands than any other contestant, Boston Rob. Rob Mariano joins me on the podcast today. Boston Rob was the runner-up on the eighth season of CBS's smash hit reality TV series Survivor. He finished second to the woman who would eventually become his wife, Amber Mariano. Boston Rob was the winner of season 22, Survivor Redemption Island. And most recently, he competed in Survivor Winners at War, which aired this year in 2020. Rob and his wife Amber have also competed twice on The Amazing Race, once as an engaged couple and the second time as newlyweds. Rob and Amber's wedding was even covered in a two-hour special on CBS, which aired back in 2005. Rob and his wife Amber are reality TV royalty. It's an honor to have him on the podcast today. Boston Rob will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Boston Rob was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. So if you would like to watch the conversation between myself and the Survivor legend, please subscribe to my YouTube channel. The link is in the description of today's podcast episode. And I do have some big news that I want to share with you guys. I recently signed a major book deal with HarperCollins that will be bringing First Class Fatherhood to the bookshelves with a date to be announced early next year. The book will be including stories, advice, and wisdom from all the dads you've heard right here on the podcast. I can't tell you how excited I am to be working on this with a new imprint from HarperCollins called Harper Horizon. There will be much more information coming soon, but I had to let the cat out of the bag here. And guys, taking a look at what's going on around our country, we need stronger families now more than ever. We need more dads to step up to the plate and handle their responsibilities. So I encourage you to share this podcast with any dad, especially a new or an about-to-be dad out there, because our young fathers need as many resources as they can get. So please share this. Tomorrow on the podcast, professional poker player and hedge fund manager Bill Perkins will be joining me. He's got a new book dropping tomorrow, Die With Zero, which I will be giving away on my Instagram account at Alec underscore Lace. So be sure you get over there. I will also be giving out a copy of Al Roker's new book, You Look So Much Better in Person. Al Roker joined me on the previous episode here on 377. So if you'd like to listen to my interview with Al Roker, the legendary weatherman, please flip it back one episode and take a listen. Don't miss out on those giveaways. Get over to my Instagram account and take advantage of that. And still to come later this week on Wednesday, I will have the founding member of the popular boy band InSync. Chris Kirkpatrick joining me on the podcast and so much more. So locking into First Class Fatherhood. As always, please share this podcast with every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list. Let them know about the show that's here celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks, family values rule, and every day is Father's Day right here with me. And I'm going to be right back with legendary Survivor contestant, Boston Rob. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, the barbershops are finally open, but I can tell you right now, there's hair in one place they're never going to cut, and that's right around the area that made you a father in the first place. And when it comes to such a delicate area, you need the right tool for the job. The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 is a premium electric trimmer that is waterproof with skin-safe technology designed to reduce nicks or tugs in those valuables in your short pants. Also, Manscaped just released their Shears 2.0 luxury four-piece nail kit featuring tempered stainless steel tools and includes tip tweezers, 
rounded point scissors, fingernail clippers, and a medium grit nail file so you can pluck your eyebrows and trim your nails in style. And right now, First Class Fatherhood listeners are going to save 20% off your order, plus get free shipping with my special promo code FATHER. Visit Manscaped.com and use the promo code FATHER and save 20% off your order, plus get free shipping. Manscaped.com, promo code FATHER, and you can shave that unwanted hair in your underwear today. Uh, joining me now, First Class Father, Boston Rob, Rob Mariano. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, brother. All right, let's start it like this. How many kids do you have and how old are they? Uh, I have four daughters and Lucia's 11, just turned 11. Uh, Karina's nine, Issa's eight, and Adelina is six. Wow, very cool. I got four myself. We had our three boys. Then we got the girl on the fourth try there. So if we didn't get her on four, we'd have five by now. You going for that boy or you all done? Wow, you're braver than me, man. <laughs> they, they always ask me, you're going to try for a boy. I said, how do you think I got four girls? <laughs> well, listen, what type of sports or activities are the girls into? Uh, they do all kinds of stuff. They play soccer. They love to play golf. And, uh, you know, gymnastics and stuff around the house and uh they're pretty active kids for the most part they do uh they play games at school also they do track and field and that kind of stuff all right if you could rob please just take a minute here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do yeah so originally i'm from boston i live in florida now like any smart bostonian does when they come of age they move to florida and uh, my background is in construction, but I'm probably most well-known for reality TV. I've competed on Survivor six times and also The Amazing Race twice and lots of other television shows. Yeah, it's been an incre- uh, incredible journey that you've had there. You guys are uh, reality uh, TV royalty at this point. Your wife and yourself there, you've been married on national TV. A lot of coverage there. Uh, along this journey then, uh, Rob, I know you met your wife through the Survivor and all that, but how old were you then when you first became a dad and how did becoming a father kind of change your perspective on life? Yeah, so I got married when I was 29 and we waited a few years to have kids and that was kind of by design. We wanted to enjoy each other first. And then uh, my daughter, Lucia, was born in 2009. So... I don't know, do the math. I think I was probably around 33, 34. And it was amazing, you know. Uh, first time father, a lot of fun, lots of new things. You definitely, all the, all the skills that you learn in marriage are reinforced in parenting. You have to be patient. You have to be kind. You have to realize that things are not always going to go the way you want them to go. But, you know, when you realize that you're responsible for another life, you do whatever you can to make it awesome. Um, yeah, well, well said. What, what, what was it like for you then uh, to be competing on reality TV shows as a single guy as opposed to uh, when you were competing as a father? You know, luckily, because I met my wife on Survivor and she knew what I was going through, I had a lot of support. I had her in my corner. It's not like somebody else whose wife is at home and doesn't understand what's going on out there. So she knew how hard it was for me. At the same time, 
I knew that I had somebody that I trusted to take care of my kids while I was away. And ultimately, what I was doing was kind of in a way like a business trip. I was there working to make their lives better. So as tough as it is, like all other parents that, you know, make sacrifices for the well-being of their kids, I kind of felt like that's what I was doing. Yeah, good stuff and a unique way to make a living for sure. And what, what was it like then for you to compete against your wife on reality TV? And then what was it like to compete with her on The Amazing Race? Yeah. So at the time when I was against her, she wasn't my wife yet, right? So I didn't have to worry about offending her. But at the same time, we ended up at the end together. And I, I asked her to marry me before they announced who was the winner. So for a long time, she held it over my head that she was the winner and I came in second place. So when I finally did win after, you know, 10 years later on Redemption Island on season 22, I didn't have to hear that in my own house anymore. Kind of even the playing field. The race was different. We competed as a team. But really on Survivor, we competed as a team too. We competed as a team to get to the end. They could only choose one winner on Survivor. But we knew ultimately if we ended up together that we both ended up winning anyway. So in a way, we kind of competed as a team on both shows. And that's how we live our life every day. You know, like everything that we do with parenting, with marriage, with everything, we don't always agree on everything. Sometimes we're different. But like in the game of life and in the game of Survivor, you have to be willing to adapt to your situation. Everybody's faced with like obstacles and challenges in their life. The people that are best able to adapt to their situations are the ones that don't just like survive, they thrive. Those are the people... They figure it out. And luckily, you know, at the end of the day, we realize that we're on each other's team and we try to work towards a common goal. Yeah, very well said, Rob. And I wish that was the, the recurring theme throughout our country right now. We got a fatherless crisis in our country right now. We have, you know, I would love to see so much more support for our young couples in this country to get through those difficult moments early on in a marriage and, and, and with a newborn, with the challenges that that brings to get them past that hump because, uh, we really do need stronger families in this country. I think if we had that, we'd see a lot of these problems that we're having really start to dissolve here. Yeah, I agree. It's work. Marriage is work and parenting is work. It's not easy. And I think you have to make a concerted effort to not give up and not quit. You know, it's easy to take the easy way out. If you don't, like you get somebody gets old, you get sick of them or like it's hard work. Like, yeah. Of course, you want to go play golf or go play hockey or do whatever you want to do. But you have to realize when you have a child, your responsibilities have to change. You have to be man enough or woman enough to take responsibility to do the right thing. And I agree with you. I think a lot of that is lacking right now in our country. But hopefully, you know, we can get back to it. Yeah, and you're right on there. I'm married 15 years myself with four kids like yourself there, and it's uh, there are ups and downs. That's why I focus here on the fatherhood aspect. I'm no marriage uh, uh, perfectionist myself here. We have our struggles, and I love working through it and getting stronger together. With each obstacle that we face, we seem to come out a little bit stronger on the other end. So it's definitely worth the uh, worth all the work. And, and what about as far as discipline goes, Rob? What type of disciplinarian are you as a father, and is it different than the discipline style that you grew up with? 
All right, Dad. Today's episode is being brought to you in part by Bottle Breacher. Bottle Breacher was founded by former Navy SEAL and former guest on First Class Fatherhood, Eli Crane. Bottle Breacher provides handcrafted 50 caliber bottle openers made by active duty service members and veterans. The staff at Bottle Breacher used to use 50 caliber ammunition to defend our country downrange. Now they use them to provide the best man gifts, groomsmen gifts, and promotional products on the market. Open your next cold one in style, and First Class Fatherhood listeners can save 20% off their entire order by using the promo code FATHERHOOD. Visit BottleBreacher.com and use the promo code FATHERHOOD at the checkout to save 20% off your order. Believe me, once you see them, you're going to want to get one, and once you use it, you're never going to want to open another bottle without it. Go to BottleBreacher.com and use that promo code FATHERHOOD to save 20% off your order and open your next cold one in style. And what about as far as discipline goes, Rob? What type of disciplinarian are you as a father, and is it different than the discipline style that you grew up with? It's definitely different. Uh, I came from a loving family, you know, but it was a different time in a different place. And I'm more cognizant. I know, I, I guess, like, everybody should be treated the same, boys and girls, but I grew up in a time where, like, my brother and myself had different rules than my sister. And now, because I have all girls, it's easy. We treat them all the same, you know, so I'm not faced <laughs> with that dilemma. But, um, you know, luckily I have good kids that I don't have to, like, you know, go to a point of discipline. Like, we do time out. We do that kind of stuff if it warrants it. But now – they're old enough that they understand what they should do and what they shouldn't do. And try to lead by example. We never hid in our house. We've never done that. I don't, I don't agree with it. I don't like it. Uh, at the same time, I know it's done, you know, but I made a decision in my wife, we made a decision to not do that. We just feel like, you know, more can be accomplished by, by example than, than anything else. So we try to be loving towards each other and kind to each other so that that's what they expect when they grow up. You know, it's as a father of all girls, I want them to choose good husbands someday or partners. And I want them to expect, I want to set a good example of what they should expect in the future. So that's how I try to parent and live. Yeah, great stuff. And I'm there with you. My youngest is my only girl. So it's, uh, I do hope that, they, that she can look up to and see the way her brothers treat her, the way that I treat her, the way I treat her mother. And hopefully that by that example as well, uh, that will lead to her choosing a, a great partner later in life. And it is different for me. It is different. I mean, all four kids require a different style of discipline to begin with. But uh, I am definitely different with my boys than I am with my girl. And I kind of let my wife do the, the heavy lifting when it comes to uh, disciplining her, uh, right or wrong. It seems to be working for us. Uh, yeah. and, and along along those lines, uh, uh, Rob, what are, what, what are the uh, top values that you're hoping to instill in your girls as they grow up? You know, we spend a lot of time together as a family. Family was always big in my house. I grew up in an Italian household. We had dinner every night together. We, you know, we got together and, and that was a big thing. And that's like with COVID, you know, a lot of families are spending more time together. And I think it's a good thing. But we did that before anyway. We take vacations together. We go to the beach together. We spend so much time together because we want to. 
And, you know, I, I think that family aspect is the most important part of what our, I'm teaching my kids is, you know, you watch out for your sisters, your mother, your father, you're going to love you always and support one another. And, um, you know, they have friends, of course, and everything else, but I always tell them that nobody will be there for you like your family is. So, yeah, yeah, good stuff, Rob. And what about as far as um, have the girls, have they seen any of the, um, have they watched any of the seasons of either Amazing Race or The Survivor? What do they think about you guys being on TV? Yeah, so just recently, like they've, they've watched it, they've always heard about mommy and dad being on, but like the last two seasons, they're old enough now to watch and understand the older ones anyway. The younger ones, they like the challenges and stuff, but it was a big thrill for them to actually be able to come out to the island last season while we're out there and uh, actively, you know, come out and participate in the show. So that was a big thrill for them. Unfortunately, because of COVID, they weren't able to celebrate it with their friends because at that point, you know, school had closed when that episode aired. But, uh, but ultimately, that was like a really big gift for ourselves also to see them and see the joy of them enjoying it. So they know that mommy and daddy were on TV. They really don't care. <laughs> and you know what? That's fine with me. Like it is. Yeah, very cool. And what, 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 what kind of plans you have for the future here, Rob? Any more reality TV in the making for you? You all done with that? You moving forward? Yeah. What's coming up next for you? You know, I spent 188 days on the island over the course of 20 years. I feel like I've gotten everything out of it that I ever wanted to and more. And I say that in a good way. But I, I truly feel like it's time to pass the torch to the next generation. And I'm good. I'm good with it. And, uh, you know, right now I'm just enjoying being home, working on my projects around, spending time with my family, and, you know, hopefully everybody's staying safe. Right on. And last thing I'm going to hit you with here, uh, Rob, I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast. You may have touched on a little bit already, but uh, what type of advice do you have for the new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening? Just, you know, use your gut. Be patient. You know it's going to be work, okay? You know going into it that it's not going to be easy and you're going to have to make sacrifices. But I'm telling you, like, it's repaid 10 times over. I still go to the mailbox and come back, and it's daddy's home, you know? <laughs> so it's awesome. You're never, you're never going to get, like, the, the, the investment return is so much better than what you put into it. So do a great job, and I promise it comes back to you tenfold. Yeah, very well said. I love the message. This has been an honor for me. i got to say, Boston Rob, you're a first-class father all the way, and thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on First Class Fatherhood. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, man. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Boston Rob, Rob Mariano, for giving me a few minutes of his time here. That was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me a DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. Keep it locked in. A lot more action coming your way this week. Tomorrow on the podcast, hedge fund manager, professional poker player, Bill Perkins will be here to tell us all about his new book, which drops tomorrow. I will be doing a giveaway for his book and Al Roker's book on my Instagram page, at Alec underscore Lay. So make sure you get over there and check it out. Later this week, 
the founding member of InSync, the very popular boy band. Chris Kirkpatrick will be joining me here, and I got more to come. Follow me on Instagram again to find out who else will be joining me here this week. That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. Thanks for listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers. And we're not just fathers. We are first class fathers.